Lord, Father, God, I come to you right now to give you thanks. I just want to say thank you for the gift of marriage and for the gift of parenthood and for the gift of family, Lord. So often in our culture, we look at the, the negativity, we look at the grind, and we don't think about the blessing that is, the blessing that that grind is. Um, we don't think about just how blessed we are to have life partners, to have children that we get to love on and get to get loved by, Lord. Um, I thank you for the transforming and convicting work that the the role of husband, that the role of wife, that the role of father, that the role of mother um, brings, Lord. I thank you for just the fruit that you intend for marriage and family to, to bear, Lord. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for this gift. I ask that you just uh, be with all the married couples, Lord, that you be with the, uh, the, all the parents, Lord, that you just remind them how much of a blessing it is, how blessed we are to have these roles, to have these people hand-selected to be a part of our lives and for us to be a part of their life, Lord, to share a life, Lord. Um, I just want to say thank you, Lord, for those who are struggling, who are having a hard time in their marriage, having a hard time with their kids, Lord. I ask that you give them peace. I ask that you give them wisdom. I ask that you just uh, do a shift of perspective. I just want to rebuke whatever is in their household, whatever's in their heart that is stopping them from enjoying the gift that you've given them, Lord. Um, I love you and I thank you to see your son's name. I pray. Amen. This your boy, Rockies. I want to welcome you all back to the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. As always, I want to thank you all for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff you do. Enjoy a really, really great podcast. This is episode 99, and I'm truly blessed and honored to still be the chosen vessel that gets to stood over this here ministry called the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. God is so great. He is so great. It's not lost on me that I am sitting here right now recording episode 99 of this ministry. It's not lost on me. I was discussing this with a friend last week about just the blessing that the Lord has placed over this ministry to keep this ministry going for as long as it's went. Um, I believe we're, we're what, uh, three years, four years deep into this. Um, I have to check the, you know, the dating, but we're, we're roughly three years deep into this, right? And so I'm just so grateful, you know. Um, the content has changed. The logos have changed. The name of the host has changed. The name of the podcast has changed. Um, 
the posting has changed, you know, from going to every, you know, other Saturday to every other Monday to every Monday to, you know, being gone for six months and then having a new episode and just, you know, going from interviews to solo episodes to all these different things, right? And the show, the the ministry is still here. It's still here. And um, it's not lost on me just how blessed this ministry is, how blessed I am through this ministry, you know what I'm saying? And so as I'm recording the last episode this year, I just want to thank you all for an awesome 2022 um, for you guys, you know, supporting the podcast, um, you know, supporting the music, uh, you know, just 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 rocking with the whole the whole get down. Right. You know, so I just really appreciate y'all. And I look forward to how God used this ministry in 2023. Um, so. This episode format is going to be a little different. Um, it's going to be a two-part episode. So the first part of the episode, um, I'm going to speak to y'all, you know, the usual, you know, format, the usual, you know, the whole shebang. And then the second part of the uh, episode is going to be me um, interviewing my eight-year-old. Um, he's been talking about being on here. This is something that he's wanted to do, something that we've discussed. And today we both have... Um, a day off together and so i figured why not <laughs> episode 99 let's go for it so uh i don't know what that's gonna look like what that's gonna sound like but uh it's gonna be fun nonetheless to steward over that whole second half of the show but yeah the first half is gonna be the usual and the second half is gonna be something different um but yeah let's just get to it so you know as you heard in my prayer you know i just want to pray for those who are married, those who are parents. Um, as I think about that role, as I think about that 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 blessing, that gift, um, I just I want to specifically remind people and, and, and claim it and name it as a gift, right? Because I think that so often in our culture, in this world, we think of those things as burdens. We think of those things as tasks. We think of those. We think of those things as uh, getting in the way of our real life, right? We think of marriage. We think of kids getting in the way of uh, our true desires, or you know, whatever it may be, right? And so, I want to really use this space to just remind people that what we have, what we have, and I'm including myself in this, is a gift we've been blessed with a gift, right? Like nowhere in the text does it say we're promised children, that we're promised, you know, marriage, right? We're, there's nothing that's promised in there, right? And so if there's one thing that I know, especially for me, is that it's not really the actions that change, it's the perspective that changes things, right? When your perspective changes, when your understanding of something changes, when your view of something changes, then your response to it changes, right? So like, if you look at your family as a burden, if you look at your wife, your husband, your partner as a burden, then the way that you go about that, the way that you steward over that, the way you approach that is as such, right? Where if you look at your partner as a blessing, you look at your children as a gift, then you 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 go about it likewise, right? Like um, for instance, I know this one guy, right? He has a he he uh, bought a PlayStation Five, right? And 
No, he he was his wife bought him a PlayStation Five, right? And so, what he did was was he bought his kids a PlayStation Four so that they would be occupied and they would stay away from his PlayStation Five. But he saw that PlayStation Five as a gift. He saw that thing as valuable, so he treated it as such. Where the PlayStation Four. He doesn't see it as such, right? So he's like, the kids could just do what they want to do, have their way with it. But the PlayStation 5 is a gift to him. He, he sees value in that. So because of that, he don't just let any old person just touch it, any old person play with it, right? And so it's got to be the same thing with our partners, with our kids, with our marriages, with our families, with our households, right? And so I just want to remind y'all that it's a gift. It is a gift. It is a, it is a blessing. And... um I, I try to spend time reminding myself. I try to spend time just sitting in it, right? Because we could be, we're so spoiled, man. Like we're so spoiled rotten by the Lord, right? That once again, we think that these things are given. Like we, God gives us so much, gives, he gives to us so abundantly that we begin to take things for granted, that we begin to become entitled that we forget how how great we have it, not even how good we have it, how great we have it. You know, like, you know, sometimes I just pause and I just look at my wife and I'm like, I'm married to my best friend. Not everyone can say that. Not everyone can say they're married to their best friend. And I'm talking single people and married people. Don't let me, don't let me, don't, don't let me start. Don't let me start, right? Like I'm, I, I'm married to my best friend, right? You know, I, I have you know two boys that I love so much and that love me, right? And I'm just so blessed, right? And I'm not saying that this is a cure all. This is gonna make things perfect. But what I'm saying is, is that your approach, that the way you go about things, is gonna be so much more different, right? So, you know, just just uh, spend time. And gratitude, you know, reflect, you know, and um, that's all I really got. But um, it's a gift. It is such a gift. And I just hope that uh, more times than not, we remember that, you know, that we can remember, you know, that someone that God chose someone. Like I think about my wife and I think about how when she was a child in Oakland and I was a child in Sacramento, when she was with, you know, her ex and, you know, I was with whoever or I was, you know, doing whatever. When she was working at this place and I was working at that place, when she was going through this and I was going through that, when all these things were happening, Lord was the Lord was slowly but surely bringing us closer together, aligning our situations, right? And he specifically, specially made these four people for me. For me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I've met so many people in this world, in my lifetime, whether it be at jobs, whether it be at shows, you know, whether it be wherever, 
And he specifically made these four people for me. For me to enjoy the rest of my days with. Whether she buries me, whether the kids bury me, I get to spend the rest of his life with them. He specially made these people and specially made me for them. You know, gone are the days of me when I was single or, you know, when I was in a different season of my life, you know, trying to be accepted, trying to be loved, you know, trying. I don't have to do that. I have that. You know, I remember the days of wanting, of seeking what I have today. I remember I I have written pieces that I wrote in my mid-20s, early 20s about how the life that I have today that I'm speaking about, that I'm living in, that I'm currently going through, would never happen. Right? There's certain things, certain decisions that I made in my life. You know, I remember, you know, my friends having kids and living through them, living through their kids, right? You know, like like really just accepting and thinking that this was it. The life that I have today is not a life that I thought that I would ever have. You know, you 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 talk you can ask my brother in Christ Paul, you know, he's he's like, "Yeah, I remember when I met you. One of the things that you talked about that you truly desired was a family." And I have that. That's better than the PlayStation 5. That's better than a, a Bugatti. That's better than, you know, whatever, you know, stuff, right? I have a family, right? And so, you know, I have a home. <laughs> like, I, I, I have, and when I say home, I'm not talking about a roof. You get me? So, um, it's a gift, man. And I just really am grateful for my family. I'm really grateful for them. You know, I'm really grateful that through everything that my wife doesn't give up on me, that my wife wants to be better. She wants us to be better. She wants me to be better. She wants to understand me. She wants to know the things that are tucked deep in me. She wants to know about those things and she wants to love on me through those things. She wants to understand me. And that's not something that you can just get from anyone, right? You can only get that from that one special partner. You know, when I talk to my boy, Constantine, my brother in Christ, you know, he talks talks about his wife the same way, like about just the grace that she extends and how he's just so amazed that her knowing the things that she knows about him and him doing the things that he's done that she still loves him, that she won't toss him out. And if and if you're someone who's experienced being re- who's experienced being rejected, um, whether it be parents, whether it be jobs, whether it be homies, whether it be you know partners, when you've experienced that in your whole life, and to be in a space where grace is extended, and you're allowed to be human, you know, um, it's a different feeling, man. You can only get that from one person, you know. Um, one thing that I've that I've I've reflected on is that in order to make it through life, I had to be superhuman. I had to be 
something that I wasn't, that I'm not, but I had to carry as such a way. I had to, you know, be like that to overcome, you know, what was done and what I had been through, right? And so to go from that and to be in a space where you don't have to be that no more, you don't have to carry that no more, you know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing not to, you know, I remember, you know, being with certain people or talking to certain people and wondering, like, is this is is this for me? Am I the only one? And a lot of times I wasn't. <laughs> Most of the time I wasn't, if we keep in the book. But you know what I'm saying? Um, neither, neither here nor there. The whole point is that I'm just grateful for my family. And most importantly, I'm grateful for my wife. You know, um, there's no one who wants more. There's no one who wants more good things for me. Just, just, just whatever than my wife. Like she really loves me. And I remember my older brother asking me, like, how do you know when you found the one? And I would say, you know, you found the one when she meets you and she doesn't run away. When he meets the real you and he doesn't run away. That's how I'm talking to the the lady listeners. (laughs) I don't want to exclude you, but, um, you know, you found the one when they meet the real you. And they don't run away and they still love you. I'm not talking about the you that you show people on social media. I'm not talking about the you that you show people at work. I'm not talking about the you that you show people at church because those are caricatures of the real us, right? Like I'm not like at work, you you move a certain way, right? You you move a certain way to get by. Church, you move a certain way. Um, you move a certain way, work, church, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm drawing a blank on the other one, but we move social media. Like you're, you're, you're consciously posting stuff for a reason, right? Like if it's something funny, you're posting that because you want to show your humor. You want to entertain people when you're posting, you know, stuff about, you know, scripture, you want to show people, hey, like, look at me. Even though I'm on social media, I'm still honoring the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you at church, you 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 know, you you got the blessing, highly favors. You know, you're trying to keep it together, right? All this stuff. And so, when that person sees the real you, the you after working fifty hours and you come home and you're a complete jerk and you don't talk, you're cut off. You know, when, when that person sees the real you, the, the person who is, 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 you know, yelling at, at the kids or, you know, just, just certain instances or, you know, when they just see that real you, you know, when, when you just snap, when you lose it, when you shut down, whatever it may be, when that person sees the real you, meets the real you, when that person hears things, you know, that no one's heard before, or maybe hearing it in a death that no one has ever heard it before, 
when that person still loves on you, stays by your side um, through everything, when that when that person stays by when that person stays by your side through that, when that person sticks by you through that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when that person sees you at your worst and loves you like you're at your best. That's a different. That's different, man. I almost lost my train, but I almost lost my train of thought. My eight year old comes in here screaming, but um, it's different, man. It's a different feel, and you know, I just pray and hope that you know all y'all get to experience that, man. It's different, and so you know, I just appreciate my wife, man. You know. Um, you know, giving me three boys, you know, um, and for those of you who know, you know, you know, you know, our family, you know, you know how we came to be. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You know, um, she has given her body, sacrificed her body, um, giving me these gifts. Um, <laughs> you gotta love it, man. But uh, I just hope me speaking on, you know, just what I've been thinking about, what I've been going through, what the Lord has revealed to me can help somebody, man. Could just do a little, you know, 360. You know, I was talking to a brother in Christ last week and he was just talking about, you know, him and his wife and, you know, just different things they've been going through and, you know, the name calling and just all the disrespect and this and that. And, um, you know, we got to chop it up, you know, we got to chop it up. I really got to pour into him and encourage him. And so um, I hope that this is encouraging, you know, that this, uh, you know, causes you to pause and just think, just think, you know what I'm saying? Just remember, you know, how, how, how blessed we are, how great we have, you know, whether you've been married for one day, one year, 10 years, 20 years, one month, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my wife and me, we're only eight months in. Man, it's like we've been married forever. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? These days are long, bruh. Like, these days are long. But no, um, marriage is a gift, and don't y'all forget it. If there's anything I, leave, I could leave y'all with in 2022, marriage is a gift. Family is a gift. Your children are a gift. Your wife is a gift. Your husband's a gift. They're not burdens. They're not. They're blessings. They're gifts, specifically, specially designed for you. Y'all are designed for each other. And that's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Man, I don't know where you go from there. Uh, So... We're going to stick a pin in the lyric breakdown. Um, the next song that I'd be breaking down is Pride. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to put a pin in that one because obviously I'm about to have my son come in. I'm about to interview him. And then next episode, I'll be getting interviewed. Um, but yeah, 916-572-7285. Please hit up the 
podcast's um, phone line. Would love to hear from y'all. Leave a voicemail so I can play on the podcast. Or if you want to ask questions or, you know, you have any specific prayer requests, throw them this way, man. I am here for you. You know what I'm saying? This is, remember, this is more than a podcast. This is a ministry. You know, I'm here to serve. I'm here to, you know, I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for y'all. So, you know, that's what the phone line's for. So please reach out on the phone line. Um, thank you for an awesome 2022. Once again, this ministry is nothing without y'all. Um, y'all are so awesome. Y'all keep me encouraged. Y'all um, always gassing me up. You know what I'm saying? And so I just appreciate y'all, man. I'm just um, in a really grateful mood in a grateful headspace you know what i'm saying um just grateful man you know i think about just being back you know home at city church and just being around my brothers and sisters man i miss them so much and so you know it's just a good space to be in you know what i'm saying heading to the next year and so um you know if y'all are the type that pray you know i ask that you please keep um my family in prayer you know as we try to honor the Lord with what he's made. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember, you know, Pastor Fred Campbell saying, um, you know, he said that he got married because he wanted to honor the Lord and that he wanted to honor the Lord through his marriage. And I want to get to a space where that's what's on my mind, right? Because that's not what's on my mind all the time. And so I think about how that's a crazy headspace to be in. Like it's marriage and you thinking about honoring the Lord. You thinking about doing what's pleasing to him. That's such a beautiful mindset, but that's because he more than likely understands, understood what he was, what was given to him and what he had. And so I strive to be there, man. But, um, yeah, you know, just definitely keep, you know, the family, me in prayer. Like I said, you know, as we, you know, try to grow, you know, closer and closer to him and get closer and closer to his design and what's pleasing to him. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to have something that's pleasing to you, right? But, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, um. Also, I just want to offer up um, prayer to just someone. Someone didn't, so they didn't call the phone line, but they want me to pray for them. Um, her name is Naomi, and um, you know she had mentioned the last the, la the last year and change she had grew away from the Lord. Um, straight away in her faith. And so I just want to pray over her. Um, you know, she asked me just to pray for her relationship with God. And I thought that was such a beautiful prayer. Like, you know, she wasn't praying for no job. She wasn't praying for no money. She wasn't praying for no man. She wasn't praying for, you know, nothing that she can see. She wanted prayer for the unseen. And so I just want to honor that prayer. Um, Lord, Father, God, I just want to come to you right now. Say thank you for a year. Thank you for another year um, of the Heck of Dangerous podcast. I thank you for getting us to episode 99. Um, I want to thank you for 
you know, just as time, you know, just as time to reflect, just as time to remind us what it is that we have to remind it, to remind us what it is that you've given us, Lord. And so um, thank you for just re, um, you know, pivoting, pivoting our hearts. Right. Um, I just want to offer up a prayer to Naomi. Um, she desires you, Lord. She loves you, Lord. She wants to reconnect with you, Lord. And the beautiful thing that reminded her is that you're in the same place. You're the same God. And that all she has to do is come back to you, Lord. So we thank you that she could come back to you and that she could be in right standing, that your grace, that your mercy is there, that you do not forsake us like your word says, Lord. I thank you that you are so true to your word, you know, because we're not. I don't always keep my word, Lord, um, but you do, Lord. So I just want to pray for Naomi. I just want to pray for her faith, Lord. Um, I just want to pray, you know, just for her, just her consistency, you know, just that she draws near to you, Lord, and that she stays right there with you, Lord, that, you know, you know, she just stays at, at your feet, you know, that, you know, it's like I think about the lady in the gospel where, you know, she just wants to touch your cloak, Lord. And so um, I just pray for just an increase in faith for her, Lord, an increase in consistency, Lord, an increase in that pursuit for you, Lord. Um, just increases all around in her spiritual walk, Lord. Lord, Father God, I thank you and I love you. And it's in your son's name that I pray. Amen. What's going on, everybody? We are back for part two of the episode, and as promised, I told you that I have someone joining me, so I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hello, everybody. My name is Jackson Perry. I'm the son of Rocky Spurred. Um, I'm just going to be here to help my dad with anything that he needs me to do. So, yeah, I'm just going to be here to help. So you say you want to be on the podcast, so this is your chance to talk to all the people. you have anything you want to say to them? There's at least 11 people who are listening to this, probably. Well, usually on the show, we talk to the grown-ups, so is there anything that you would want to tell kids, maybe kids who are trying to learn about God, or maybe kids who are trying to learn to be better students, or they're trying to learn to be better sons and daughters? Uh, so we'll start with the first one. What would you tell kids who are listening to this show who are trying to be better at school hmm. i would say try your best to not get caught up in anybody else while you're um tr supposed to be listening to your teacher um this happened to me many times i like usually in my class, there's like this thingy 
like whenever you get in trouble, you have to go get a red or yellow light and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, just don't get caught up with other people when your teacher's talking in the classroom. So if you had trouble with this, how have you helped yourself not to get caught up in other people and to listen to your teacher? What is something that you do that helps you listen to your teacher? Because I imagine being a kid, when you're a kid, the most important thing to you is other kids and your friends. So how do you help yourself listen to the teacher? Um, my teacher tells me to... Whenever I get caught up with somebody, my teacher tells me to remember that that um, I need to listen to my teacher. And she tells me when I remember that, I need to tell my friend to focus. And then also my mother told me that She told me a very good suggestion. She told me that to stop, pause, and pray, and that has helped a lot in school. So, yeah. Does that help your friends? Like, dear, when you do that, do your friends still say, oh, man, come on, Jackson, look, look, I want to show you something. Or do they go, oh, no, Jackson's listening to the teacher. I should leave him alone. Some of my friends do say, do tell me to keep listening to them, but most of the times I try to stay on the teacher. So the next question is, is what would you tell a kid who is trying to grow as a Christian? What would you tell them? I would tell them to obey God, listen to all Ten Commandments, if you know them all. If you don't, just look in the Bible. It'll tell you. Um, I would tell them to listen to your parents, like I try to do. Um, most of the times I don't do that, but um, just... Gotta talk louder. Sorry. Just um, um, obey God and obey your parents. And my mother told me that um, any, when I listen to my parents and I listen to God, it equals anything I want or anything they can get me. Um... Like, if you want this new toy at school, I mean, at the store, and you don't listen to your parents much, and you listen, not listening to your parents is not obeying God. So if you do that, then they're going to say no, because you haven't been listening to them. But if you have been listening to them they could try their best to get it and yeah what if what if a kid 
ask you what's a good way to learn about God, what would you tell them? Read the Bible. Are there any other things that you do that help you learn about God? Go to Bible study, go to church, and listen to my dad do his podcast. Um, Is there any particular book in the Bible that you will that you would tell them to read um, or is there a is there two maybe two really good stories that you like that you think that kids will like about God um I would say Mark since me and my dad have been reading Mark and it, it's really it's a really good book and then two my two favorite um, things in there was when Jesus walks on water. He, his disciple Peter, um, they see Jesus walking on water. They want, and Peter decides to walk on, go to Jesus and walk on the water. He does it for like five or six seconds, and then his faith starts to fade away. And he starts drowning, and he yells, "Jesus, come and save me!" And Jesus saves him. And the moral of that story that I like is to have faith in God and trust Jesus and God. And the second one was um, Jesus feeds the five thousand. I like that story. Because um, I, I, the first time I heard that, I was very surprised that Jesus could do something like that. And then I had many questions. And I like the, I like the moral a lot because it teaches kids and adults to... Um, What's the word? Yeah. It teaches kids and adults to give anything or do anything God tells you to do. Um, or just be thoughtful for everybody. Because the kid, the kid or the boy in that story is thoughtful. Because he wanted everybody to have food. So he gave up his lunch for 5,000 men and more. And yeah, that was everything I would tell a kid if they wanted to grow up to be a Christian. If a kid, if a kid asks you what's the hardest part about being a kid learning about God, what would you tell them? Um... To try to obey it. For me, it's pretty hard to do tr- to try to do everything at once, like listening to my parents, trying to obey every rule um, in the Ten Commandments, um, obeying and respecting my mother and my dad. Um, Trying to cool my temper when I get angry. A lot of stuff is very hard to get 
to be a Christian. Do you think that it's easier? Do you think that do you think that those things are easier or are you are you more encouraged that one day you'll get better at those things because you know that Jesus is working on you? Do you feel like as as you grow more as a Christian that those things will get better? Yes, I very much think so. And what would you what would you tell a kid on here? What what would you tell a kid about being a big brother or sister? Don't first of all, the most important rule of all try not to hurt your sibling. Which I don't do very much. I don't listen to that rule a lot. Um um, uh, what would you tell a kid who was the only kid and now they have a little cute brother or sister and they get all the toys and people play with them what would you tell that kid to help them the, the older kid I would tell them try not to eat too jealous of your brother or sister um, because like in um, Joseph and his brothers or in Cain and Abel um, the brothers started from jealousy to hate and that led them to selling their brother and was it Abel or Cain? Cain Cain killed Abel. Oh. Cain started with jealousy, and then he got hate, and it led him to kill his own brother, which was the first death in the world. And what would you tell a kid who needs help being a better daughter or son? Try your best to listen and obey your parents. And when you do that, that means you're obeying God. So, yeah, just try try to obey your parents and your, your mother and your dad, if you have a dad or a mother. And, yeah, just What's try. It? What if there was a, a kid and he wanted to go to church with you? What would you tell him is your favorite part about church? Doing the praying. And at my local church, City Church, they usually sometimes have a feast. And I really like that part because... The Cornelia brunch? Yeah, I really like eating. And they, my, the favorite part about the Queenie brunch is that they serve chili, very good chili. Yeah, the Queenie yeah, brunch is, it's pretty fun because after church, instead of everybody running and going back to their house and forgetting about each other, we stay at church and we hang out and we eat and we talk and we laugh and 
We run around and yeah, we have a good time because most churches they just everyone do goes sermon home sermon and then they just leave. Or if you go to a big church, they have multiple services, so you can't stay because the next people have to come in for church. So it's nice that they did a Koinonia brunch. Uh, what's another question that kids for kids? Uh, one more question. Okay. Um, what would you tell a kid who wants to start making music, like they want to start making beats and rapping and singing? Um, um I would say use your own cre- creativity. Um, if you have like any favorite beats, my dad taught me how to, um, look up, look up a favorite beat on YouTube and then use that part in my own beat and, um, uh, yeah, just use your own creativity. Don't try to be like other people and make like really good beats and start rapping so fast that you can't like if you're a beginner rapper like me then if you have any like favorite rapper christian rappers or any type of rapper then you can look up to them and listen to a lot of their songs which I do with my dad and um yeah just do everything that is in your own creativity and is there hmm is there any last thing you want to tell people before we in the recording um uh have wait have a try to be yeah try to be a um loving and obeying christian just do everything I just told you guys. Try to do everything that I, I just I just told you guys. And happy have a happy new year when it gets there. You wanna pray for him before we leave? Yeah. Okay. Dear God, I thank you for um covering all these people who are listening and I ask that you um cover their children if I have any, and I ask that you provide, provide for them with lots of food and a home shelter. Um, I ask that you cover everybody who is listening and everybody who isn't. Um, I want to thank you for blessing us. And, yeah, just I thank you for blessing us with all of these amazing things. In the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Well, you want to tell them 
want to tell them uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. And we're about to hear yee hee. Thank you for listening to this podcast. What else was it? We're about to hear yee hee. We're about to hear yee hee. We feeling like a star No Roddy for the books Now I give him bars 20k later I finally got a new car Everything I do it to the max I don't do it for the stacks I may never get a plaque But as long as he get honor Man I'm cool with that As long as he get honor Man I'm cool with that